Hi, you're listening to Adulting in Disney, a podcast where we discuss all things Disney. You can find us on all the major social media platforms. Links are in the description. Or you can email us questions and suggestions at adultingindisneypodcast at gmail.com. We're Sam and Steve, and this is episode 30. And we're going to be talking about the 2020 Disney dining plan. Let's do this. All right, welcome back, everybody. Crazy two weeks. Yeah, world world fell apart quite literally. Mm-hmm. Um, in summary, we are probably not going to Disneyland in the middle of April. Well, they, we weren't. We were never going to Disneyland. Disney World. I apologize. Your life together. <sighs> I know. Marriage will do that to you. We're not married yet. I know. Um, Either way, so uh, you know, there's a massive pandemic going on. The stock market's crashing. Both of us still we're go. We're not here to, to talk about that. We're not. But thankfully, I have a Corona Rita in my possession at the moment. You're really and proud of yourself for that. Aren't I, you? It's I well, so I because I mistakenly bought the little seven ounce Coronas instead of the regular ones. So you know, when life gives you little Coronas, you make Corona Ritas. With lemon juice instead of lime juice, because I'm dumb and don't have limes in the house. Either way, what are we talking about today, Sam? We're talking about the dining plan. Why are we talking about the dining plan? Because as a follow-up um, to our e- our episode from last week, excuse me. Last two weeks. Our last episode. Our last episode. As a follow-up to our last episode, where we... You know, gave our advice to a listener about their trip next mm-hmm. year. Um, they wanted a little more insight or more of a, a more in depth conversation about the dining plan and our opinion on it. So, so I thought that was a great question or, quite frankly, an easy episode to do. And one that we're happy to do and yeah. enjoy doing. Like, we enjoy, um, uh, I would say one of my favorite parts of planning is is dining. Yes, it's one of the few that I actually like care to get involved in as well. Like I, I let you plan, you know what what rides and stuff we're doing, with a few exceptions. Fair. Um, so uh, review though what the yes, uh, so extent first, of the trip is. I figured. So let's first of all let's address the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm driving. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so I thought it would behoove us to explain what the different tiers in the dining plan are yep. for those who don't know or never bothered to learn. Um, so there are, there used to be three tiers. Now there are four. They've added one recently. The lowest tier or least expensive, however you want to phrase, I don't want to, you know, use any. Poor yeah. verbiage to make it sound bad. No. However, it is that's what it is. Um, <laughs> well, it is. But yep. okay, so the lowest one they call the uh, quick service dining yep. plan. Um, with that, for every night that you spend, so it's not the amount of days you're there, but the amount of nights that you are staying. That you are at a staying resort. at a resort. Which caveat? Yes, you do have to stay at a Disney resort to have a Disney dining plan. Mm-hmm. Like. In case you didn't know that either. So, for every night you're staying at a resort, 
uh, with the Disney with the quick service plan, you get two quick service meals and two snacks, as well as that coveted uh, refillable mug that you hate oh so much because we have about a billion. I was going to say we have so many that sitting in this office chair, I could reach one. Yeah, two actually, I believe. Um, yes. So we'll we'll get more into what we think of them after I've explained them all. Not as good as the Flanagan's cup that I am putting my more uh, Corona. Yeah, I don't in. know if people from around here know what a Flanagan's is, but if you're listening from like you know Disney World, Florida, you would definitely know what Flanagan's is. Yeah. Yep. Um. So the next step up in the Disney dining plan is called just that, the Disney dining plan. With this, for every night that you are there, you get one quick service meal, one table service meal, and two snacks, as well as the refillable mug. So just for when we go through the... I'm sorry, I apologize in advance to people. There will be math involved. Um, addition, subtraction, and maybe multiplication. But I, So it's important to say that it's a table service credit, not a table service meal. Does that make phrased, sense? It is phrased meal. Okay, but... I'm just saying, I'm literally reading Disney's website. Okay. Just because you tried correcting me, but I'm reading off a website. I apologize for correcting Disney. Um, Get at me, Bob. So, since we're at this stage in the explanation, I'll just quickly explain between the two meals. A quick service meal is something where you walk up to a counter, you order your food, and you stand there and wait, and then they hand you your food, and you walk away and go find yourself a table. A table service is just like going out to dinner anywhere. You would, you know, you walk in. You, in this case, you tell them your name because you've made a reservation because you're not a fool. Because uh, you cannot or should not walk into a sit down meal anywhere in Disney and expect to be seated anytime soon. I will say there is one place on mine that you can do that, but I I recommend getting a reservation there. But there is one place here, and when we get to it, I will point out that, yes, you can just walk into this place and get sit down. I think I know what you're talking about, and it's on my list, too. Anyway. Um, I doubt it, then. There's no way the place that I listed is on your list. Okay. Um, what was I saying? So, yes, you go in, uh, you get seated by a hostess, and obviously your meal is served to you by a waiter or waitress. Wait staff. And there is a... Of the of the menu available at the certain place, there is a. They usually say you get a you know for example a salad, an entree, and a dessert, and that a, is and a incorrect. beverage. You don't get a salad. Depends on the place. I feel like I suppose, but usually you get a drink, an entree, and a dessert. Yes. Um, which for the sit down, it used to be that way for quick services as well, but they have since taken away the dessert. Now you get. You know, whatever your Andre is. Yep. And I will say drink. the nice addition to the quick service is your drink can be alcoholic now. Well, same with table service. Yes. They added alcohol 2017, 18. Someone out there can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm yep. fairly certain it was one of those years. So. Might have been 2018. Uh, it, it was. I, I hadn't been between 2019 and 2013, so. And I know it was between those two periods. Um. So, so sorry. Continue to the next next um, level. So yeah, you do get a alcoholic beverage if you are over twenty one, as opposed to like you know a non alcoholic beverage. You could choose either. Okay. So then the next tier is the new one that they added. Yep. In which you get two meals and two snacks, and again that resort refillable mug. Um. With this, um. 
the meals that you get can be any combination of table service and quick service. Um, and again, it's just based on the number of nights you stay. Um, so if you're staying three nights, that's two a day, you get six. Um, I think this is a great idea, but we'll get into that later. Yep. Um, and then the last option is the deluxe dining plan. Yep. In which you get three meals a day, and they can be any combination of table service and quick service. Oh, they adjusted this as well then. It would it would seem that way. Because previously it was two table service and a, a quick service. I think that was a long time ago, though. I think this okay. this change... That was the last time I got the Deluxe was a very long time ago, and I personally wasn't paying for it. Yeah. So. I think they have made that adjustment. Maybe it wasn't... I don't know. E- either well, way. Either sorry. way. Um, so you get the three meals, two snacks, and the silly mug. Um, a few uh, provisos, a few prequel oh, clothes. I did, I did want to make a, yes. a mention about the silly mug, is that it only works it's insane in the resort so what i what i mean by works is if there's you a go stupid up to rfid a fou- thing on it yeah like in the bottom of the mug there is a reader in the fountain machine at the resorts that reads it um and thus dispenses the beverage you're choosing essentially at the resorts if you walk up with just your yeti cooler you cannot put yeah it soda in it it won't work this is obviously to prevent people from being able to just walk up and yeah. fill, you know, any old bottle of whatever with whatever they want. Obviously, you can still get water, but yes, anything so, other than that, it's not going to work I, unless you purchase something. I did want to mention a few uh, provisos, quid pro quos, as the genie would say. Um, you can exchange to a certain... And I didn't in mine, but I know that people who really get into this, you can exchange down. Mm-hmm. So, I believe a table service can become a quick service. Correct. Which, and a quick service can become three snack credits, or is it two? I believe it is three. It is three, okay. And, but it cannot go the other way as far as I'm aware. No. You, you, can't, can, you can't have like two quick services and turn it into a table service. Or the other way around. You can't have like three snacks and make a quick yeah, service. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you can trade down but not up. Correct. Um, so, that's that's what those, that's what all of those are. So, uh, would you like to explain, I don't want to call this a challenge because it was really a, a pleasure for both of us to do this, but what we did for this. Well, so first I just want to go over quickly how we feel about the dining plans. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, we as a couple have never, actually I have never personally done the quick service dining Neither plan. Have I. Um, I don't really see the point of it, quite frankly, because yep. if you're down for just eating quick services the whole time, you might as well just pay out of pocket. It's very hard to, and I'm going I'm to use this a lot in my explanation of things, it's very hard to get value out of it. Yeah, I just don't see a value in it. Maybe it's I'm sure there are ways cheaper. you could do it. Maybe like the dollar amount, because I've never looked at what the dollar amount of a quick service dining plan costs, but I suppose the flat rate that you're paying for that is less than what you may spend. Well, so I, I feel like so... Th- Out of pocket? I'll explain that. Va- Here, here's how I'm going to define value for any of these. There are a num, so there's, I want to say, if you, if you break it down, there's how much you s- paid a day for the dining plan. Yeah. Or at least that's how we've figured and it out. If you, if the amount of things you get with the plan are cheaper than that, 
out of pocket, you have less value. If the amount of things that you got total more than that out of pocket, you have gained value. So I'm sure there are ways to gain value using the quick service plan. In my mind, it would involve a lot of the trading down and only going to Epcot during festival seasons. So you mm-hmm. exclusively use snacks and get the, I want to say the snacks that are, you know, more expensive mm. instead of Dasani water. You can use your snack credit on a $3 Dasani or a $7, you know, brownie flight during an Epcot festival, let's say. Where did you come up with brownies? I didn't want to say mimosas because you cannot get alcohol with any of these snack credits. So I assumed there was somewhere that served a brownie flight. That would be the least uh, surprising. I feel like that's the most random like flight you could have come up with. I needed a food. Okay. <laughs> Either way, I'm sorry. Continue with our thoughts on the the others. So um, I'm then going to skip to the deluxe dining plan because I have never done that and we have not done it as a couple. So why don't you give your thoughts and I'll give mine. So, well, for one, I'm just a poor Yep. Human. So, like, I wouldn't necessarily be able to afford doing that dining plan. Mm-hmm. I also don't necessarily think I need three meals a day plus two snacks. Yep. Because we don't usually even use all the snacks anyway. Or by the end of our trip, we we still have a buttload of them. I had eight left over when I did my. Oh, you I, actually went. I didn't go into snacks with mine. Oh well, because uh, well, I sort of did, but we'll get there. Yep. Um. So I don't necessarily think that. The deluxe dining plan is a bad thing. Um, it, I mean, and certainly, if, as to to quote Ferris Bueller, if you have the means. <laughs> yes. So I feel like if you're so, I'll, do you have any more thoughts on it before I give mine? Um, just that it is a good way to be able to do the restaurants that require two. Uh, credits because there are f- nicer quote unquote restaurants or signature signature dining um, that require you to use two of your credits. Did did you do any signature dining? Yes. In your, okay. Did you? How many did you go with? Two. Two. Wow. I only managed one, but okay. That, well, we have we. So we'll okay. get there. Sorry. So. Um, so yeah, your thoughts. I think that. I think that in certain situations it it was it would be great. I guess if you wanted to do a lot of. Uh, signature dining, fancy dining, or you just really like to eat. I don't... As much as I love food, when I'm in Disney, I also... Sorry, the cat is like being a devil. Okay. Pascal, thank you. All right, sorry, continue. Look at his little face. All right, uh, cat interruption aside. Uh, sorry, your your final thoughts on the ducks, del- deluxe dining plan. Um... I think there are pros and cons to it. I think if we um, were ever so inclined to spend that much money, we, we might consider it. I would also say I don't know that I would want all of those credits once we have children. So I, I could see an argument for it either way. You have children, so you feel like you need more credits, but it, kids are unpredictable and you, they're there's a chance you your kid might get sick and you might not even make it to some certain reservations. So, not so God forbid. But I, I will segue my way into that. But I guess for the purpose of this conversation and the person that we were helping, who I again assume does not have children, based on the fact they didn't mention any, we would not recommend deluxe. Yeah, I so don't. 
I mean, but then again, sorry, now I'm just, I'm fighting myself. The the idea of like a honeymoon trip, like you would want to do fancier things, or at least I would personally as someone who has champagne taste on a beer budget, as I like to say. I know I, I know you hate that expression, hate but that, expression. Um, that my point is, I guess at the end of the day, if you had the money and wanted to spend it, by all means, but I... There are I, worse things you could spend your money on in Disney. Is Sure. Go ahead. What do you think? So, before we started dating, the last two times I had gone to Disney were in 2013 and 2008, and both times, if I recall correctly, my mother, God bless her soul, insisted on the deluxe dining plan. I have, I'm the oldest of four, so there are, I have... My youngest sister was huge into it, had all the dresses. And in my mother's eyes, we were going, you know, we weren't going very often. Like in 2008, it's like the first time we had been in years, you know, so we're going to spend the money. We're not going to spend the money at the hotel because that's, you know, you know, we're not going to spend most of our time there. We're going to spend most of the money on the dining plan because we're going to go to Cinderella's table. We're going to, uh, Ohana for breakfast. You know, we're, we're doing these that it's, my mother's thought at the time was, I want to do these character character breakfasts with my kids, and I don't want to have to plan the math where I'm depending on snack credits and quick services to satisfy my children. I think it's possible. I think it 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 makes sense if you have children and the means, or you know, at the time, like we were willing to, you know, go all out for you know a trip like every four years or so. Um. But I do agree with your your Ferris Bueller take. If you have the means, mm-hmm. like seriously, like if you're going to stay at any of the medium, moderate, and above resorts, you have the money to just fork for the dining plan. Like in my mind, if you're staying at Polynesian and you're getting the quick service plan, like you're spending your money in the wrong place. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree. So that that's that's my thoughts on the deluxe. So with that nice ramble session about our thoughts on the plan what what did we do for this week's episode well no we only discussed the two we don't like we didn't discuss the other two so the other two um we usually get the the regular disney dining plan where you get a table service and a quick service that's what we've done the times that we've gone in actually especially because we've never been there while the disney or dining plus has been available right um because I think this that year. I think that just rolled out this year. Yep. So, well, it did. I just don't know what month, I suppose, is what I meant by that. But anyway. Um, so, the Disney dining plan was always the best option for us because it gave us the ability to do... I'm not going to say always. Because there have been times we've gone... Okay. In the times that we have utilized a dining plan it was the best option correct of the ones oh, I see available I yep um because we do like to do sit downs um but we're also fully capable of sharing a quick service right um now that they have this new option where the credits are interchangeable i think that's way easier i would have to see the price yes difference. it true because the the pl- the dining plan plus is going to be more expensive um i have not priced it out to know what the difference is but uh, yeah so like if, if it's still less than the deluxe eh, i mean it might not be that bad if it's more than well of course it's going to be less than deluxe 
because there's no. less entitlements. But yeah. if it's less, if it's, it has to be, and I'm going to, again, I apologize for math. It has to be like $10 per day per person. More. More or less. Uh, sorry. It can only be at most. $10 more dollars $10 a day. $10 more dollars a day per person. Otherwise, it's not worth it. Because you can, with a little bit of planning like you're going to be doing anyway, get around it. I suppose. However, so, I just think it makes it, things easier, oh, it, which is abso- the point. It absolutely makes things easier, which I like, because what did we do? I like that, because what did we do uh, for this week's episode, Samantha? Oh, you mean like the whole point of all of this? Yes. What's what's the point? What are, like, what are, we, what are we doing here? Besides drinking. <laughs> so, we each took one of the two middle-of-the-road dining plans. Sam took the easier one. Yes, I did. Um, and we planned out seven days for James. I, I knew his name. I just didn't know if I needed to say it again. Oh, um, we haven't said it yet. Oh, thank you so much for listening, James. You motivate us immensely. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, we each took one of the two middle of the road dining plans and kind of. I apologize. Like seriously, though, like I, we are both very happy when we. I I, I did not. I did not mean to come off as sarcastic. We are both very happy when we hear from listeners, and James has been a very a, much a delight to hear from. We're actually kind of convinced you're a robot, so. Yeah, there's no way someone likes us this much. Anyway, um, so I took the dining plan plus, and Steve took the dining plan, and we each planned out like seven days and how we would use the allotments. With five of them being park days. Yes. Um, so I think we both went under the assumption that they would be staying seven nights. Yes. Just because we weren't exactly sure. I believe he's in his pre- his first email to us. He said seven days. Um, but I think we both decided to add an extra night to your stay. I will say that, and at least looking at mine, it is very easy to make it six nights. Like the the one of the days. Yeah. Is, I mean, I could too. It's 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 not that difficult. We just wanted more things to play with. Yeah. Which is weird. So, do you want to start? Or do you want me to? So, or do you want to go back and forth on what we did? I think we go back and forth. So, okay. so day one we both did like a hotel slash a lazy day. In mine, it's like a pool day. Yeah, especially if they're coming from Australia, you're not going to want to jump off the plane. Well, at maybe you LAX. get like a either Just way. Just kidding, right? it's MCO. But yeah. um, I was channeling Miley there. Um, it's it's a good song. Anyway, um. You're definitely not going to want to jump off a plane and go to a park. Plus, like, Lord knows, maybe your arrival day you're getting in late in the day. I don't know how flights to us from Australia work. But, yep. um, so yeah, I said, I think we both agreed that, like, kind of a get to the resort and throw your stuff down and probably take a shower. I hate getting off planes. I feel so gross. Um, Even more so these days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I said, that you could either go out to dinner at one of the other resorts or obviously just stay at your own. Because, of course, we don't know where they're staying. So, yep. I kind of went with the assumption they were staying somewhere in the middle of the road. So, I did uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner. And for breakfast and lunch, I basically said... And this is, wh- this is why mine is overly complicated. Because I have to, like, manage quick service slash table service. Uh, so, I basically said, for breakfast and lunch, you're sharing a quick service and a snack... For each. So, at breakfast, you're going to use a quick service and a snack from the hotel lobby. 
lunch, you're going to share a quick service and a snack from the hotel. I will say that the hotels that we've all been to, or all the hotels that we have been to, the portion size at the hotel lobby kind of, it's not really a buffet. It's like a, it's quick service, but it's not really a buffet. But the portion size is very large, especially for breakfast. Like when we were at Port Orleans last, I think we shared a breakfast several days and it was more than enough for like one quick service breakfast and a snack to fill both of us up. Mm-hmm. So for dinner, I this is the one cop out I have for choose your own adventure because I picked two places and you can just decide where you want to go. Which which dinner did you recommend for this? I said Ohana. And oh wow, you right out the bat coming out with the two point signature dining. That's one. Ohana's one point. Yeah. Oh wow. Unless it's been changed, but as well, uh, yeah, which yeah. for the record, I have been known to mess up. But I will double check my facts just for you. Um, however, I'm fairly certain because I've definitely been there in the last few years, and it was. One. I was going to say the last time I was at Ohana was probably 2007. Easily, I'm trying to think of like what my favorite breakfast is. That's really hard to pin down. But Ohana's up there. Um, I said dinner, though. I know, I know, I know. But I was that. And the last- I have done dinner and breakfast at Ohana, and I prefer dinner. Uh, dinner's also not characters, and breakfast is Lilo and Stitch, and Mickey and Pluto. Taken, um, which is cool. Don't get me wrong, but Lilo and Stitch are not remotely my favorite characters, so I could care less about they, seeing them. They were. And it was just breakfast food, and well, so but it's, least, it's family style breakfast food. Yes, so it's not and a, the dinner is family style as well. However, the food you get is like more uh, themed or authentic to like a Polynesian dinner, which was yep. really tasty. Um, so also while while we're taking this brief, Sam. Uh, right, checking the yeah, internet excursion. Like- no, this is important. So, cause for mine, uh, shout out to touring plans. I don't think I've shouted them out enough. They do amazing work. Excuse me. They do amazing this work. That's why you're not allowed to drink on the job. It's adulting in Disney. Okay. But yes, touring plans, huge shout out to them. They do amazing work. Um, if you are planning a vacation and want to go to professionals instead of us, uh, touringplans.com. I doubt they'll sponsor us. You are correct. It is one. Thank you. I don't know where you found that, but thank you. Touring plans. Okay. Um, Shout out again. So, oh yeah. See, they have a picture of the bread pudding dessert thing there. Yep. That's kind of ha- pa- half the reason I even suggest it for dinner. That dessert's amazing. So, Also, I was saying this to you earlier, so I'll mention it. They are at the, that restaurant at Polynesian where it faces Magic Kingdom. So you can also watch the fireworks from there. I don't remotely compare it to doing uh, dinner. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. California Grill. Slow down. <laughs> but it's still an option. Like No, absolutely. And and it's good food. I will say um, a co-worker, uh, Randy, if you're listening, has recommended seeing the um, fireworks from Polynesian as well. Hmm. Apparently, they're very good. They pump the sound in and everything. Yeah, they do that everywhere. Well, Everywhere that you could like view them from, yes. anyway. Um, okay, so day two. Uh, so day two, I assume like I, I assume most people want to go to Magic Kingdom first. I don't know. I just assume that. So the thing from blazing, blazing, the thing from Blazing Saddles, the common clay of the New West. You know, morons. <laughs> go to Magic Kingdom on a weekday. How do you know it's not a weekday? It might you don't be. know what day they're showing up. All right, Magic Kingdom day one. So I said day two, but day one of Magic Kingdom. So pretty much for most of these, I said 
uh, I chose a sit-down breakfast and a sit-down dinner. Whoa, okay. Well, because I can. We're, yeah, I, I'm aware. It must be nice. Yeah. So, I chose Kona Cafe for dinner. I mean, breakfast. <laughs> breakfast. Excuse great, me. Great. Tonga Toast. Excellent. <laughs> tonga Excellent toast. around no, 9 No, but Tonga Toast is delicious, which is why you need to go there for breakfast. I highly recommend it. Not we- that you should necessarily go back to Polynesian for the next morning, but maybe you're staying there because it's your freaking honeymoon, so YOLO. Yeah, I will say though, so just to critique your, your thing there of Kona Cafe, it is very hard. It, it was hard for two of us to finish one. Cause I, I thought about including Kona Cafe in a couple of these. And it's just so hard for me to justify using, and granted, it's a little different for you because yours are interchangeable, but it's so hard for me to justify using one of my few table services for Kona Cafe. Yeah. So that's I understand fair. why you did it. That's, that's a smart one. Like if I had to take one of my quick services and use it as Kona, I absolutely would. Yeah, but you can't. But I can't. So, um, what was your lunch? Uh, then, but do you so want? I do pretty want- much. I pretty much. If I chose a sit-down breakfast, I said they'll just have some snacks for for lunch. Yeah, whatever that may be. Um, and you have between the two of you, you have two a day, so you technically have four a day because you can share them as you wish. This is going to be a beautiful example of why these two plants are actually very different. So continue. Um, and then for dinner, I did storybook dining at Artist Point. I did that Assuming as well. Assuming that they don't change it to two like they did with Be Our Guest. Yes. it was one and then they changed it to two. Um, and it's new. So I feel like I feel like what they do is when, they, when something new comes out, they make it one so tons of people can try it. So, and then they turn it to two. So you either have to like fork over more money or... So and, and maybe... And so, to be fair, the first time that we I'm went a to Disney be... Disney conspiracy theorist. Yes. So, to be fair, the first time I went to be our guest was the time that we went and it was already two. But I will say the quality, and I'm going to say this, this is going to be a roundabout way of saying this, but the, the quality of the overall meal was so much better at Be Our Guest than Storybrooke. So, I understand like mentally why Be Our Guest is two, even though, even though I think it's not worth two. I can't see as 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 much as I don't think be our guest is really worth the two. I really don't think Storybrook is, with Brooke, the exception. Brooke. Why do you keep story Brook? Story book. Don't read a brook. Maybe, maybe yeah. I do. Yeah, maybe you do, but most normal people don't. I I will say the so to to drag this conversation out. Um, the quality of characters is way better at Storybook. Duh. Oh, so, and in case you don't know, what so we're yeah, explain about, the characters. Um, at Storybook Dining, at Storybook Dining with Snow White, and so Dopey, Grumpy, Snow White, and the Evil Queen are all there. And but explain how the, they come around. So the dwarves and Snow White come around to your table, and then when you're done with your meal, you get like a photo session. Sort of, you, there's like a specific spot that the queen stands, yep. and you can you go up and get in line. And if, if you're familiar with Acrisus or Cinderella's royal table, it's very similar to how that first princess is. Mm. Except the, you do it at the end, and not the beginning. The do you have either of those two in your stuff? Um, I think I threw Acrisus somewhere. Oh, okay, but I will never put Cinderella's royal table on anything ever. Right. And I've never even eaten there. So, for my Magic Kingdom day one, I, for dinner as well, had Artist Point, or Storybook Dining, at Artist Point. Um, for breakfast, um, and this is going to be a very common theme, because I kind of had it with the day one, like, lazy day, 
but Gaston's for breakfast, where you share one of their sandwiches and a snack. Because between two people, that is a huge meal. Like LeFou, whatever the, the cinnamon, the cinnamon bun, bun yeah. which is a snack credit. I shared one of those before. And those it are was huge. huge. And then the sandwiches at Gaston are amazing. Like, I had the sandwich last time we went there, and it was awesome. But between two people, if you got a sandwich and a cinnamon bun, that's more than enough for a full breakfast for, like, if you're doing, if you're sharing it between two people. Mm. Also, Gaston's mobile ordering. Yeah. And then for lunch, I did, again, a share, snack, and quick service. I did Liberty Tree uh, Tavern. and Let's sit down. Uh, they or is do, their lunch not? Their lunch is not. Their dinner is sit down for like that Thanksgiving feast. Yep. But their lunch, because I, I did it with Kevin last time we were there. Um, the lunch is like... You went to Liberty Tree? I thought you went to Harbor House. Maybe I went to... Har- oh, did I mean Harbor House? Harbor House is definitely quick service. It's the sandwiches, right? It's like New England style. Turkey sandwiches. Oh. Oh, that's what I meant then. I thought it was Liberty Tree. They're right next to each other, though, aren't they? Mm, yeah, they are. No. They're across... Well, they're... No, Liberty... T- oh, crap. Oh, damn. Either way, so Harbor House. Sorry, not not Liberty Tree. But Harbor House share sandwich, because those are huge sandwiches, or um, they also have chicken fingers, which I guess is... You're you going to find chicken fingers everywhere. Yeah. But share the sandwiches, because those are really good, like turkey or roast beef sandwiches. And then for your shared snack, get a Dole Whip. Because you're kind of a, in that area anyway. Uh, unfortunately, RIP, you can't get Red Revenge anymore. Bring it back, Disney. That's my soapbox. So I think that covers. Oh, also, the only problem I had with this is because this day at Magic Kingdom was the See the Fireworks in Person Day. And I looked at the times, and that's pretty difficult with Artist Point because Artist Point is 5 30 to 9 30. So you either have to get a very early dinner at Artist Point. Which is why I said share a meal at Gaston, share a meal at Liberty Tree, and then get an early dinner. Mm-hmm. And then go see the fireworks in person. Because it's very hard to see the fireworks and then try and get over to Artist Point at 9.30. Yeah, and I wouldn't want to eat that late, honestly. By that no. point, I'm dead to the world and I just want to go to bed. Well, that's like 8 o'clock for you. All right. So, what was uh, day, day three? three? Day three. Um, day three was Epcot for me. Yep, me um, as well. I think we have the same days. We made sure we lined them up. We didn't make sure. Well, Don't I lie told to you, the people. I told you what mine were, and you lined yours up accordingly. No, I didn't. I'd already done them. Oh, you didn't? Okay. Sorry. Come at me, bro. Anyway, so for so again, I did a breakfast and a dinner, a sit-down breakfast and a sit-down dinner, because I could. Um, so I Must chose, be nice. So I chose uh, Trattoria El Forno. Oh, for breakfast? Yeah. Mm. Because, of course, I did. That's like my favorite breakfast. Um, you know what we skipped? We skipped my dinner day one. Oh. Because uh, my dinner day one, uh, I, t- I said it was choose your own adventure. Yeah. What did you have dinner day one? I apologize. Ohana. Ohana. That's right. Sorry. Mine was either choose your own adventure with Tatoria El Forno for dinner because that a- place is apparently amazing. Like, first of all, their breakfast is amazing, and you're going to get into that in a second. Or I said Whispering uh, Whispering, Whispering Canyon. Canyon. I almost put Whispering Canyon on there, and then I was like, mm. Well, so that's why I said choose your own. I was kind of, I was trying to, of course, I don't know these people from a hole in the wall. Exactly. But I feel like being from Australia maybe wouldn't necessarily be down with like that barbecue. I'm going to be kind of rude to you or blunt with you attitude that they have at 
Was I feel like Australians are pretty. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. And, and I, I don't even like mean Australian because they're gamer. Australian. I just mean some people like don't do not like mess with that kind of so that, way of life at all. That's why I had regardless it as, of where you're from. That's why I had it as choose your own adventure for day one. Like, and of course, like we don't actually expect them to take our advice anyway, uh, or at least th- this specifically. So, uh, well, so but I figure Tutorial Forno and Whispering Canyon are on very very opposite sides of the one credit table service spectrum. Sure. Like, right, one is a sit-down, f- semi-formal Italian-style dinner, mm-hmm. and the other is a I'm going to throw the napkins at you. Very casual American barbecue. Yeah. Family style. Yeah. So, so sorry, continue. Anyway, so, that was my day one. Back to back to day three. Yeah. Um, Tutorial, describe the breakfast, though, because it's... So, breakfast at Trattoria El Forno is actually called the Bon Voyage breakfast, um, and there you will meet... Ariel and Prince Eric and Rapunzel and Flynn Rider. Is there anywhere else that you can meet Flynn Rider? No. With the exception of the one time we saw him at the Princess 5K? Not that I'm aware of. And if so, Disney's been hiding some really important information. <laughs> um, uh, so, because I know this person looks or listens to the podcast, who does Flynn Rider remind you of? Who is stuck in so your... So, first of all... That's not true. It's only that one instance of Flynn Rider that reminds me of Josh. So Josh, uh, my friend from college, roommate from college, we went to Tutorial Forno for breakfast, for the Bon Voyage breakfast. I think this was, this for, was for my birthday. For her birthday. In and actually, I didn't even like. I didn't even register with me that he looked like Josh until you pointed it out, and then I couldn't it was, unsee it. The resemblance was so striking. Josh, message me for the picture. It's hysterical. So I look at it and go, what are you talking about? It doesn't look like me. But well, anyway. If you uh, had a if you had a pasted on goatee. <laughs> um but yeah, that breakfast is really cute, really fun. It's definitely um cool that you get to meet the princes because you don't always get to meet them. Um I will say I tried to I, I was unable to fit this breakfast in, but it is one of my favorite breakfasts. It's just the food side of it is amazing. And yeah, ha- I feel like it's one of the only times you get a breakfast that you legitimately order a breakfast like it's not a buffet or uh family style well that's why i tried to fit it in because just from the food perspective it's one of the best breakfasts yeah um and yeah it's it's just good i like it i know me and my sister always try to do it because we like it but anyway um and then i kind of kept with the italian theming because break the breakfast of course you did well, in epcot well the breakfast is at detroit yeah like it's called detroit el Forno, but the breakfast itself isn't necessarily very Italian. No, it's it's very not. That's so why, I, yeah. I kind of overlooked uh, overlooked that, and I picked Tutto Italia. Actually, I had a, that's where I threw Akersu. So I said Tutto Italia or Akersu's for dinner. That's a good, that I, I will say, like, in the same way I had Tutorial Forno and Whispering Canyon as kind of opposite. I will say... Those are definitely opposite. Those are definitely opposite. I mean... And then, like, because part of my reasoning for picking Tato Italia is because it's amazing. I love their food. Um, it's also a very nice one-point formal dinner. Yeah, I it's, agree. It's fairly like You could formal. go there and wear something. You could go, like, kind of dress up that night and not feel, like, overdressed. Correct. Um, but also, you're not using two credits. Um, I also just love Italian food, and I don't know. It's just nice in there. I'm going to break your heart and say I would rather go to Akersu's. Um, so, Akersuis, oh, but so then my 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 so then I threw Akersuis on there because it's different and it's not Italian and their food is very different and interesting and something you could branch out and try. However, it's also character. So if you're not wanting to eat ca- food, eat 
eat all of your meals with characters, doing two in one day might be a little much. I will say, though, as far as character dining goes, Acresus is one of the best. Especially, especially for since w- you're, you're going to see Ariel twice in one day. Especially for one credit, Breaks though. Breaks the illusion. <laughs> well, especially for one credit, right? Like, yeah. Acresus is essentially Cinderella's table in Epcot. However, it's one credit. You see Belle, Belle Snow White, Cinderella, Ariel, Ariel, and Sleeping Beauty. Yes. So you see five, like, I'm trying to think of, there are very few meals where you actually see that many characters. And especially with uh, Belle or whoever they have at the beginning in the, the formal attire, that that's a two-credit character experience for one credit of dining. That's fair. Also, the food is amazing. Uh, Norwegian, so... You were very impressed with... You I, were, you I were, was surprised that I didn't gag on the, like, whatever it was I got. Also, I can't stress enough how amazing it was to have the aperitif drink. Uh, they have a shot... Uh, you're supposed to sip it. Essentially, a, a very sippable liqueur. It was not sippable. He's lying. It was very good. Ugh, was I liked so it so gross. much. It was like Norwegian aperitif. Or chartreuse for people who don't know what aperitif is. As I previously stated, for most of these, I picked a sit-down breakfast and a sit-down dinner, and you had snacks for lunch. Okay. I just didn't go out of my way to pick snacks because I didn't think that was necessary. So, Steve Day in Epcot, day three. Or as I like to call, drinking and snacking around the world. Breakfast. So, because Sam refuses to allow me to do a whole episode on how to drink around the world, we'll do it right now. Breakfast is, I'm going to butcher the French because it's the one, one of the very few, uh, romantic languages that I have not had a two day course on, uh, the Helles, uh, pastry. So it is the pastry shop in France that opens with the park. And this is very important. So I, <laughs> this is very important. This is very important because you can get in. That's the, the one of two places in world showcase that you can get into when the park opens. Um, I allocated three snack credits to having breakfast there. Between three snack credits, a couple could have a decent breakfast. I will also mention I had eight snack credits left over, so if you're feeling particularly hungry this day, use use an extra one. For lunch, uh, James mentioned that he was going uh, during Flower and Garden. So lunch is literally using uh, six snack credits to snack around Flower and Garden. You're going to walk around, you're going to drink at Flower and Garden, you're going to drink around the world, and you're going to use... I allocated six, which between the two of you should probably be enough for lunch um, to snack around the Flower and Garden Festival. Because a lot of the things are worth a snack credit. Uh-huh. Lastly, for dinner, this is the one the one meal that actually uses a uh, entitlement, as Disney likes to call it. What did I pick? It's the one place that I can't go with you. This is my fantasy on these this this one page here. Where can I not go to dinner with you in Epcot? Oh, Restaurant Marrakesh. Absolutely. Restaurant Marrakesh. Uh, I did uh, reading touring plans. Uh, if you are super into Mediterranean food, Spice Road Table, which is also in Morocco, is apparently slightly better in terms of the quality of the uh, food itself. However, having been to Restaurant Marrakesh myself in 2007, the quality of the experience is so much better. Yeah, we get it. High school Steve liked the belly dance. It had nothing. It, so it's not just that. Uh huh. It's the tea. They do like the the um the tall poor 
uh, Turkish tea. As someone who enjoys tea, I liked that very much. They also do a there's the option of a three course meal. I have to. I I'm not particular on what's included slash not included on the dining plan anymore. But the three course meal is served in like a traditional fashion. I think it's like um, couscous royale is what they call it. But it is a more traditional serving or like. Um, like it doesn't just come out on a plate sort of thing. Like they, they do a traditional presentation of it. And I personally like Mediterranean food and I don't get to go with Sam. So this is my fantasy of getting to go to restaurant Marrakesh. Uh, Katie and Vince, if you're listening, we're going to go sometime. Uh-huh. All right. Sorry. Uh, moving on to day four. So day four for me was their pool day slash relax day, whatever. <laughs> However, you choose to use it a non-park day, if you will. Yep. Um, so I kind of left this open-ended and said, you know, you might just have like a quick service lunch by the pool or wherever, you know, Disney yep. Springs or wherever you decide to spend the day. And then. Ooh, and then. And then for dinner, go to Raglan Road. You did have it. Yeah. You did. I did. <laughs> you do believe in Christmas. <laughs> well, see, so in my fantasy world, we would do Raglan Road on a day where I have not walked around the park all day and I'm not exhausted. So that's the perfect night to do that because you've rested all day and you, you know, you, you go at like six or seven or eight and you can actually, like, or I, it's me that we're talking about, can stay up past, you know, nine o'clock at night because I'm not. Tired. So, so I had the second, I'm going to call it a lazy sieve day, and you will very much uh, realize why this day was very hard for me to come up with, but it's the last day on mine. But either way, I'll skip to it uh, just to keep the flow going. So, uh, for breakfast, I had Artizo Crepes or the the crepe place. Arista in- Crepes? Aristo Crepes, sorry. I, I, I'm trying to read my chicken scratch. Aristo crepes in Disney cats. Yes, it. in in Disney Springs. Crepes are French, and so are those cats. And you're going to share one quick service point at that for breakfast. Mm. Um, if you really need a snack, there is a Starbucks in Disney Springs. This is kind of a, a Disney Springs day, but it's really Steve's day um, <sighs> because for lunch, what you're going to have, and I put that in air quotes, um, f- per the Disney dining plan, is you're going to share Blaze Pizza for one uh, quick service credit. What you're really going to do is you're going to go directly to Polite Pig, which is no longer on the Disney dining plan. A complete travesty because that is the best place in Disney When did they take that off the dining plan? They took it off the dining plan this year. It is utter bullshit. And I can't express enough how disappointed I was that I was not allowed to include the Polite Pig in this plan. So you're going to go to Blaze. You're going to share pizza. And then you're going to go to Polite Pig. You're going to get an excellent bourbon to sip on while you have some of the most amazing brisket outside of the state of Texas. I cannot recommend that place enough. And I will absolutely go out of format to do it in this context. Because the Polite Pig is one of the best dining experiences I have had in Disney. And it is a travesty that is no longer on the dining plan. Either way, you're going to go to the Blaze with your quick service point for lunch in air quotes. And then you're going to go to Raglan Road and have the time of your life for dinner 
because this was Steve's day. You don't even need a park ticket. You don't even need to stay at the resort. What do you mean Steve's day? This is this is Steve's trip. Your piece of paper is Steve's trip, and my piece of paper is Sam's trip. Yeah, but everything else is. I could live without everything else. If I had this, this is my perfect Disney day, and it doesn't involve going to a park. Mm. It involves going to Polite Pig and Raglan Road because so. Also, because all you care about is brisket, brisket and whiskey, brisket, whiskey, and maybe a Guinness. I will say though that, as far as the pl- so to 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 have a serious conversation about Raglan Road, it will. So I've been there a few times. I've only been there once with you on the dining plan, and I will say it's not my favorite dining plan experience. Mm. Because like you get a you get an entree. I don't go to Raglan Road for an entree. Does that make sense? Yep. Like I go for the live entertainment and to have a really nice drink. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it's a it's a bonus that I get like an entree on this this like there there are other places where I would rather have dinner quote unquote in Disney Springs, but they're not on the dining plan. First of all, like I don't think um, Edison is on the dining plan. I don't. I don't think so. Right. So, like, there are better dinners in Disney Springs. However, Raglan Road is a on the dining plan, and b, in my opinion, the best live music in um, Disney Springs. What you enjoyed the live music? It was fine. It was fine. I thought your sister was going to attack the poor, the poor mandolin player. I don't know. <sighs> Raglan Road. Either way, spend a day in one of your days off, James. Spend in Disney Springs. Go to Polite Pig. Go to Raglan Road. Go to Blaze if you need to use the quick service point. But I was so so disappointed because I, I like in the back of my mind I knew that I like I thought I heard something about them taking Polite Pig off the dining plan. So I just because originally I had Polite Pig as lunch. So I I looked it up and it, it, sure enough it was not long, no longer on there. And so I just said Blaze, whatever. But. That was my last day. Go to Polite Pig. Get the sliced brisket. If you really want to go all out, get Whistle Pig uh, bourbon. I'm not a huge bourbon guy, but absolutely recommend that stuff. Steve's Day in Disney Springs. Getting back to... uh, That was day four for me. Was that day four for you? Yeah. All right. Day five. What do you got? (laughs) I'm off my soapbox. Okay. Uh, My day five was their second Magic Kingdom day. Okay. Um, and I said, you could do either or. Oh, choose your own adventure. Choose your own adventure. Either breakfast at Crystal Palace or lunch at Casey's. Oh. And I know what you, I know what you would pick. Watch this. <laughs> Go ahead, finish up. And then for dinner, California Grill. So not only did I do everything you just said, I did it better. How did you do it better? So I said, I said, this is my Magic Kingdom day two. I had this as their day six. Whatever, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I said breakfast at Crystal Palace because, again, shout out to Touring Plains. Apparently, that place is highly rated. Yeah. I, I've I, been there many times. I've never been there. Not for breakfast, though. So I do want to try it for breakfast. I've always gone for dinner um, and always had a good time. I just, the poo, poo characters are, Winnie the Pooh characters are great. So like, um, in my mind, it just doesn't, like, I've, I've just, never been inspired to go have breakfast with Winnie the Pooh. I don't so, know why, but what, um, what are the characters, by the way? So Pooh, Piglet, Eeyore, Tigger, and on a rare occasion, you can meet Rabbit. Oh, that's pretty cool. 
I have met Rabbit. Awesome. And, and the only reason I know it's rare is because I met him and our waiter was like, oh, Rabbit's not always here. You got lucky today, folks. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. But um, apparently it's not uh, buffet or family style for breakfast. No, it's, it's buffet. For breakfast? I'm fairly certain. Oh, okay. Maybe I, I didn't read correctly. I apologize. I'm pretty sure. Okay. But I know they have poofs, stuffed French toast. and I, I hear really their pancakes that. are apparently amazing was what people were raving about online. I find that hard to believe if they're buffet pancakes, but okay. That, that's why I assumed it wasn't. Maybe I'm wrong. So either way, so I said Crystal Palace for breakfast. Um, my lunch, and so this is why like the math is important because it, it's like spread out over several days. Share Casey's hot dog. Absolutely share Casey's hot dog because it's impossible for, I'll say, one. It's it. It's a lot for one person. Like reg, reg, like it's a big hot dog and you get fries with it mm-hmm. like that's a lot for I one know. person we shared it we shared it and i think i was all like did you even finish yours like it was a lot delicious also it's mobile order can't recommend it enough um but so i said yeah crystal palace for breakfast share casey's for dinner and then california grill to watch the fireworks i recommend this on your anniversary not their anniversary honeymoon their honeymoon sorry we're gonna cut that. Dummy. Anyway, moving on. So sorry, yeah, continue. Day six. Day six. What um do you got? so this day I opted for a lighter fare, if you will. And I mm-hmm. said maybe just do dinner and then use up some of your snacks because I up to this point had not really encouraged any snacking other than saying like have a snack for lunch or whatever um but theoretically you might have built up quite a number of snacks at this point so maybe you just want to snack all day and then have dinner this is also my hollywood studios day so for dinner i suggested sci-fi dine-in so i so i'll I'll skip to uh, i'll skip to hollywood studios to make this easy that was it doesn't really matter where it fell in mind so i've done sci-fi dining i very much enjoy it but i also say Part of the reason I enjoy it is because I appreciate what it is. Does that make sense? Like it's it's an homage to a B film, C film, sci fi movies, and like the drive in experience. Have you ever been to a drive in theater? I don't know. There's I've- one. There's one in New Hampshire. We should go sometime. But I will say that the food itself is not. It's okay. It's not out of this world. Yeah. I, I will say Hollywood Studios was very difficult because there's no like good dining. Good, I well, so nothing fantastic. Have we been to Brown Derby? No, I, I haven't. I haven't either, and I I haven't heard anyone put it on the level of I'll say other signature dining because that's two credits, right? Yes, I've, unless I've, they demoted it. So for my Hollywood Studios day, um, I said share breakfast at the Starbucks. For a couple of reasons. One, because you want it. So, based on how Hollywood Studios was operating before it closed, you needed to be there very early to get a Rise of the Resistance boarding pass. So, get there early, go into the Starbucks, use three snack credits, share a breakfast, was my recommendation for breakfast. Uh, for dinner, or sorry, for lunch, Use a snack credit each at Backlot. Backlot Express is... This is the one time on this thing I'll say get burgers and fries. 
Those are really good burgers. I will say Backlot Express in Hollywood. Hollywood Studios doesn't have a lot of great sit-down places, but it does have a lot of really great quick service places. Yeah, I guess that's accurate. Between Backlot Express and what I'm about to say. So for dinner, so I'm assuming, and you should probably do the whole day, but I'm assuming you're doing the whole second half of your day in uh, Galaxy's Edge was my kind of assumption on this. So for dinner, uh, I said go to Ronto Roasters. There are a couple of uh, food service options in um, Galaxy's Edge. There's Ronto Roasters, which is what I'll say is the quick service. There's another quick service place that is Docking Bay 7. I haven't heard stellar reviews of it. We didn't try it. That's like the one place in Galaxy's Edge we haven't been. Um, and then there's the milk stand, which is a snack point, I believe. Yep. Um, so my recommendation for dinner was to go to Ronto Roasters. It's not a shareable quick service. It's like a sausage wrap, if that makes sense. Like it's pita bread wrapped around a, a sausage with some slaw and some other stuff. It was really great the last time I had it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was like a nice kind of tzatziki-like sauce. I know that doesn't really appeal to you, but um, either way, so you eat you so those two quick service points at Ronto Roasters for dinner, and then I cannot recommend this enough. Again, something that's off the dining plan: go to Oga's. I cannot recommend that enough. As far as bar experiences at Disney, mm-hmm. I will say it is a. Hmm. <sighs> Is it a better bar experience than Raglan Road? I agree. I, yeah. You think so? Yeah. Oh, uh, also, uh, it was a little more engaging and without being as loud. Really, you think they're? I feel like they're both equally as loud. Uh, either way, go to Oga's. It's one of the most amazing experiences at Disney currently. Agreed. Strong statement. I don't. Uh, I agree. That's a strong statement, but. I, I'll, I'll stand by that statement. That's one of the better experiences available at Disney currently, especially for just getting a couple drinks. Granted, the drinks are overpriced, but get the fuzzy tauntaun. It like numbs your mouth and it's amazing. Uh-huh. Would you recommend? So, like, let's say they've done this sort of like snacking and then kind of quick service for lunch and dinner. Say they're still hungry. Would you recommend the um, the Jello? shot thing. That thing was delicious. I wouldn't even say it was very like potent as far as the alcohol is concerned. Was it filling? Oh, it's jello. Okay, I don't know. But it was delicious. Highly recommend. Alright, so this the size of my hand. So this is the, the last day we got up here and I assume we, we both have AK here. Yes. Animal Kingdom. So go ahead. So I'm not suggesting you eat anywhere in animal kingdom <laughs> oh no there are a couple places i, I recommend so. No, so i chose instead of more than one i suggested a t- another two-point dinner oh okay and i suggested topolino terrace that's at the new riviera resort oh i wanted to include that but again it was two points it was very very hard for me to work that math and, out i mean we haven't been there but I've heard good things. And I've looks, heard amazing things about that. I I really want to try that if we go. And it looks nice, and it's like on a on a roof t- not rooftop, but it's yeah up on like the highest level of that building, or as well from what I understand, kind of like California Grill. So I don't know. I guess I like rooftop dining, but I don't know. It just it appeals to me, and I could use my points however I wanted. So that's how I did it. Okay, so. Just to summarize, though, your day in Animal Kingdom, you're saying snack and then go eat at 
Topolino Terrace. Yes, go to Nomad Lounge though. That's not that on will, the, okay. Yeah, that's not on the dining plan, but go there anyway. So again, this is a common theme for a couple of my days: is take three snack credits, go have breakfast at Starbucks, and like, because I like maybe I just went above and beyond. I tried to like advise uh, James on how to use the snack credits, like because there are better uses than others. Yep, and I think the Starbucks in both Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios is an excellent use of those snack credits. Uh-huh. Um, so for breakfast, go to Starbucks. I'm pretty sure Epcot's the only one that doesn't have a Starbucks. Or do they have a Starbucks? Maybe they do have a Starbucks in all of them now. I kind of imagine they do. Maybe they don't. Whatever. Um, for lunch at Animal Kingdom, because there are a couple places at Animal Kingdom that are worth eating. And I think Satuli Canteen is one of them. In, in Pandora, the quick service for Satuli Canteen is very, very good. As far as quick services go. A, it's very unique food. Yep. Like it's it's something you're not going to get it's it's something you're not going to get anywhere else, really. And it's good. It's very filling. It's a good portion size. It's not too much, it's not too little. Um so that's two quick services there. And then dinner um I said share a quick service at the Harambe Market in the Africa portion of uh Animal Kingdom and then also share a snack credit. Also since you're there for dinner, finish your dinner and then go on the evening uh, safari tour. What? Um, after your safari tour, get off and spend as much time as they allow you to at Nomad Lounge. Because Nomad Lounge is... Oof, here's here's the, the, the eternal question for Steve. Where would you rather spend your time? Raglan Road, Oga's, or Nomad Lounge? I know what I would pick. You would pick Nomad Lounge yeah. 10 times out of 10. Yeah. It's quiet. It's comfortable. Nice. Yep. Quiet. Also, if you're... I, I will say... It closes when the park closes, which is at like 7 p.m. <laughs> um, I will say I enjoy... Oh, no, I'm not going to say that. So, I will say that in terms of like tapas, like, like Raglan Road doesn't have tapas. Do you know what I mean? Like, they have, like, meals. Yeah. Like, and Oga's doesn't have tapas. They just have, like, chips and, you know, the jello. Yep. So, I will say in terms of tapas, like, if you're looking, like, in, in my mind, it's, you've kind of shared a dinner at Harambe. You've gone on, you know, the evening safari. And then maybe you want, like, maybe, you, maybe you're getting a little bit hungry and you want kind of a small meal. Like tapas. Mm-hmm. And Nomad Lounge is the best for that. Also, I will say, with the exception of the Fuzzy Tauntaun, the drinks at Nomad Lounge are better than the other two that I mentioned. The Fuzzy Tauntaun is the one exception because that thing's amazing. What? So, yeah, it, it, with the exception of the noise, compare those those three drinking experiences. I would say, for me personally, the f- most fun is Oga's. Yep. Um, the most relaxing is Nomad. And the loudest is Raglan Road. I will say the one benefit to Raglan Road is it's the easiest to get a table. Because we did talk about... Um, so that Raglan Road was for me, and which is why I was very surprised that you selected it. The one that I don't think you need a reservation for. I think you can walk into Raglan Road on on an average night. But you can't make a reservation at Nomad Lounge. 
No, no, no. But when we started this, you had said make a reservation at all of these. Yes, I did say that. And I and, and I said there's one that I don't think you need to do that at. And for me, that was Raglan Road. Like yeah, I think, and that's what I said. And I said I bet I know what it is, and I have it on my list. And I'm floored that you had Raglan Road on your list. Surprise. Because I feel like there's a lot of other places. Well, and maybe some that aren't on the dining plan, but a lot of other places in Disney Springs that you would like. So just while we're talking about things that are outside the dining plan. Oh, and while we're on the subject of Animal Kingdom, if you're in Animal Kingdom, I, I know we kind of glossed over it because we don't we're not stellar about the uh dining options there. The drinking options are amazing though. Between I mean Nomad Lounge is the one that we've mentioned, but um Oh, I can't remember the place outside of uh, outside of uh, the the roller coaster. Shoot, um, Yak and Yeti. No, Yak and Yeti's the. There's the like food. a refreshment. Place. There's there's a refreshment place right at the exit to um, Expedition Everest. Expedition Everest, and that the that bar is really good. And then um, Dawa, uh, Dawa Bar. Is also very like the the bars in Animal Kingdom are very very good. Yep. If you, I would I would almost say better than Epcot because I think Epcot like as much as there's a wide variety, there isn't one that really stands out. Yeah. Like right, like Rose and Crown is what people always say a lot, but that's just beer. You know, there's the Margarita Stand in Mexico. And then there's like the the Slurpee thing in France, but other than that, like I will say, the drinking options, while numerous and good, are not really memorable. Yeah, like they're not an experience. Like right, like I would call Nomad Lounge especially an experience and a really good one. Yeah. And then Hollywood Studios has uh, Ogas and uh, uh, Baseline. Uh huh. So what did we not cover? We we rambled a little bit here, but we're we're still on pace for like an hour episode. And then my day eight when they leave, I still have a credit left over. So if they wanted breakfast, yep. If if the you know way that their flights lined up allowed, they could do that. You could always just turn it in for snacks and take some snacks home because we do that a lot too. Yep. Turn what we have left into snacks that we can bring home with us. So we can bring a little Disney home. <laughs> I, I distinctly remember standing in line at Mouse Gear in Epcot when it was still open and discussing the the uh, company philosophy of Disney on what is a snack and what isn't a snack in regards to Chippendales like trail mix. Yep. That's an experience that you should not go through. Yeah, don't do that. If it so cuz we've already done it and I get that it sucks to leave snack credits on the table. But it's it's almost just as bad to like just be scrambling around trying to spend snack credits. Yeah, honestly, like, it's not worth it. At at a certain point, we're like, well, well, do we just want a bag of almonds? And we're like, well, if we get it here, it is a snack credit. If we get it there, it's not. And we're like going like between a couple places in Epcot, just trying to just trying to use snack credits for stuff that we're not really gonna eat. Yeah. Waste. So. I had eight time. snack credits, but on the subject of snack credits, as the cat finally curls up with you. Ow. Yep. There you go. Um, what 
would you say are your favorite snacks? Because, I mean, I kind of talked about it as like, go get snacks in the hotel lobby. Like, the only ones I really mentioned were Gaston's and the French Pavilion. But if you had to and pick Dole like... Whip. You mentioned Dole Whip. I did mention Dole Whip as well. And uh, Mickey Bar, duh. Is that a good use of a snack credit? How is it not? You got to get a Mickey Bar at some point. But it's like two bucks, isn't it? I mean, nothing two bucks in that park, but... I don't know. Mickey Bars don't do it for I me. I think it's... An- Easy way to use a snack credit. And oh, they're refreshing. You, don't, you know what we didn't talk about that I think is a great use of snack credit? Bacon on a stick. Oh, yeah. Love bacon on a stick. Uh, so, uh, if you're listening, James, and you are in uh, Magic Kingdom and you're looking to use snack credits, as I advise doing several times, you want to walk towards Big Thunder Mountain. And as you're going from Liberty Square through uh, Adventureland, no, as you're going from Liberty Square to Frontierland... On your right will be uh, Tom Sawyer's Island and the river. And on your left, it's right before you come to Country Bear Jamboree. I think it's right after. Right after. I don't know. It's right around there. There's it's like, like a right, lo- the, like, where you could take a right, like... Into Fantasyland. No. You're still in Frontierland. Oh, sorry. You can take a right into Adventureland. Or a left into Adventureland. Yes. You're Adventureland. You're going from Liberty Square to Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah. At a certain point, you can take a left and go into Adventureland, like right near Aladdin's Magic Carpet. You're taking a right and going towards Splash and Thunder Mountain. Yes. And it's right there. And it's a little cart, and they sell bacon on a stick. And every time I go there, I'm a little disappointed with, like, what isn't isn't included for snack credits. Is it not included, actually, now that I think about it? I don't remember. They also have cold brew there. They didn't have any the last time we went. That's what I was disappointed by. They have cold brew there, too, which is pretty decent. All right. But yeah, if you're looking to spend snack credits, good way to do it. What other good ways to spend snack credits outside of uh, unless what's a good well, way? To- the the boozy caramel flight in Epcot. Well, so this is what I was that gonna was say. delicious. What's a good way to spend snack credits outside of Epcot and Magic Kingdom? Because I feel like that's a difficult question, right? Because Jack Jack's num num cookie in Hollywood Studios. See, that's a good answer though, right? Because in Epcot, you always have a festival. Or a couple different carts around, like, World Showcase where you can spend snack. Like, there's yeah. there's the candy shop in Germany or, like, all these other places where you can spend. That's what we ended up doing, right? Like, we yeah. spent, like, half our snack credits in Germany on our way out of Epcot. But... I had to get some p- caramel popcorn, man. They're really good. It's really good. No, delicious. no, no. Again, if you're looking to spend snack credits, go to the... Can- the it's... Uh, I can't pronounce it. It's... No, it's... It's... um. What's the the caramels that all old people eat? Like the little wrapped ones in foil. Werther's, but Werther's. It's not Werther's. Oh, okay. I thought it's it was like caramel Kush or something. <laughs> well, no, it's, like, well, it's I don't caramel know. Kush, bro. It's so good, dude. You gotta smell this bag of caramel Kush. <laughs> I don't know how you say it. That's why I said that. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am forever going to call it Caramel Kush. Meet me at Caramel Kush. Dude, I need to spend some snack credits. Dude, go to Caramel Kush. Now I have to look it up. I know. So, but right, like in World Showcases, a couple places like that, uh, the French pastry shop, Caramel Kush. Um, and uh, Mexico, I think you can get a couple churros. And in, in China, there's some other things, but. Outside of Magic Kingdom, again, Magic Kingdom has all like the the traditional you would think theme park snacks, but with the exception of like um, in Hollywood Studios to get the Jack Jack's cookie, um, 
in Animal Kingdom. Oh, in Animal Kingdom, they have like a Tigger Tail. Like, it's it's like a donut kind of thing. And that's all I can think of there. I'm sure there's someone that's going to like listen to this and say, how the hell could you people not have realized this blank thing is in Animal Kingdom slash Hollywood Studios? But... Oh my goodness. I cannot believe... It is literally called Caramel Kush. Told ya. It's like K-E-U-T-S-C-S-C-H-E. Caramel Kush. It is K-U with the... Upersund, like the the two dots, C H E. Okay, I had a lot of letters there, but <laughs> yeah, you had way too many letters. <laughs> but it is, yep, caramel kush. Told you, caramel kush. I don't think we're pronouncing it right. So no, someone but, who speaks German, maybe you can correct us. I'll, but I'll I'll text Daniel. Um, but nope, forever it's going to be caramel kush, bro. <laughs> like, oh man, gotta get me some sweet. But I'm just kush. glad I was right. You thought I was dumb. That, I mean. <laughs> I feel like my the way that you expressed it, my reaction was appropriate. Whatever. So, uh, any other final thoughts on the dining plan, and and in specific how it relates to James, because that's our excuse for doing this. Um. Honestly. So both of us in our first day at Magic Kingdom had Artist Point. Do you feel that it is? And I'm kind of. This is kind of what we talked about earlier. Do you feel that it's? feasible to see the fireworks in person and then go have dinner at Artist Point or vice versa. Have have dinner and then go see the fireworks with a good seat. I feel like that's a really hard thing to manage. Time of the fireworks? Eight? Oh, I thought they were like nine. Oh, are they at nine? Daylight depends. savings time at all, I think all, it man. depends on... Yeah, well, it depends on... The time of year? Yeah. So, I mean, theoretically, yeah, you could. You might just be rushing a bit. I don't recommend. So I'm trying to think the last the last time we were in Magic Kingdom, we saw the fireworks like in person in a delightful experience in the the spokes of Main Street USA or whatever the spoke part is. The hub. Yeah, that. But did we go to Artist Point on that same night? Cuz I know after Artist Point, we came back to um, We had not seen the fireworks prior. Oh. I remember. Was this the same? No, because we mixing trips up. I am because what we did. No, now I remember. We we went to Artist Point. We finished our dinner and we decided to take the boat back to Magic Kingdom. And the reason I know we didn't see the fireworks is because the Lagoon Parade or whatever you want to call that was going on, which happens after Uh the fireworks. So we saw that we uh, Kevin was with us and we all got off the boat. Kevin went back to the. Uh, hotel and the two of us kind of spent maybe one of the best hours I've ever had in Magic Kingdom in Magic Kingdom. But either way, you're welcome. L- long story. Thank you for actually tolerating being up past 8 p.m. Um, I will say it was, uh, yeah. So long story short, I don't think you can do, um, Artist Point and the fireworks, but in the event that you don't want to do that, I think it's very easy to take that Artist Point dinner, change it. So we had it on the first day in Magic Kingdom. I had... Artist Point is in a um, is in is in a resort, so you could really do it any night you wanted. Yep. So, but either way, I think Artist Point's really good. That it wasn't. I said it was really good. What are you talking about? 
that it wasn't as good as Pierre Guest. No, I don't think so. But I think I think Artist Point here here's this. Artist Point is at the very, very top end of one point dining. Pierre Guest is at the very, very bottom of two point dining. Fair. Right? Like I, I think there's still a gap there. Yeah. Right, because Artist Point, you get just a pre-selected set of appetizers, which are good. They didn't personally appeal to me. I thought that was delicious, but you, I love mushrooms. You love mushrooms, and it was mushroom soup, and what was the other two? I don't two? remember what the other two were. I just really liked that soup. But whereas with BR Guest, you got to choose your appetizer, and every person got their own individual appetizer. Right, I think I think that was kind of the, the difference. That I, and also the entrees. Well... Yeah, prime rib versus filet, essentially. I liked my prime rib better. I love prime rib. I I agree with that, but I think that filet is usually considered more expensive of a cut sure. than prime rib. I guess. Kind of like putting lipstick on a pig, but all right. Oh, no. Come on. So, so, if you feel that way, don't get prime rib next time you go to California Grill. What did I get? No, I didn't get prime rib. I got you, the filet. No, you. I don't. Think that's what. Sorry, I don't get filet. I wouldn't at California Grill. No, I probably wouldn't. It. I. That was some I, of the best filet I've ever had in my life. I'm, I'm not. Saying and I don't that. even like it's filet. It's just not actually my favorite like cut of meat. Yeah. It's kind of overhyped. Mm, I don't know. I can't prepare filet prime rib and ribeye at the level where it's appropriate to compare them. So, mm. all right. What are the final thoughts on uh, dining while we're there? What things wouldn't you recommend? You said Cinderella's table. Are there any others that you would say don't do this? Um, I would say most of Animal Kingdom. Yeah, well, and Hollywood Studios for that matter. Um, I will say I haven't been there in a while, but I've heard Tiffin's is good, but is not as good as most other is not really worth the two two points. Yeah. I've heard it's really good, but not worth the two points. I haven't been there, but. All right. So other than, uh, Cinderella's Royal table, what would you not recommend going to? Um, like, what do you think is a poor use of your dining plan? Because we've we spent this whole episode talking about, like, what we recommend and how we think to get the most value out of it. But what do you think is, like, at snacks, we can all say, like, yes, getting popcorn or Dasani Every water. Every once in a while, you just need popcorn. Yeah, but it's not a great use. It's not a great... It's it's a, the equivalent of getting Dasani water. I don't agree with that. Either way. It's, like, a little bit above getting a water. A little bit. Or a Coke. Don't shame. Don't feel shame, Kevin. Didn't say anything. Yep. So, but what do you think, outside of snack points, what do you think is a bad use of either quick service or table service? Constantly getting burgers and chicken fingers at quick services. People are... I mean, whatever floats your boat, don't get me wrong. I just am not someone who can eat the same things over and over again, as you well know. So, um, maybe, maybe like... So, like, I like finding quick services that do different things, like... You say that, but, like, last summer... We were doing an episode about our favorite quick services, and in Magic Kingdom, you said um, Pecos Bill. Yeah, that's tacos. But it's just tacos. So it's still different than burgers and chicken finger, mm-hmm. chicken tendies. Chicken tendies. Okay. So, all right. So what? It's also, a slightly healthier option too. 
We are not going to Disney for health food. No, we're not. I'm just saying. So, what in terms of table service and non-signature table service, what do you think is a poor use of your dining credits? Because um, I have one in mind, and I have it for a very specific... It's one that we've gone to. We don't talk about this very often. What? What we don't like? Yeah. Because I don't like to badmouth Disney. No, but it's 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 fair to say that we don't prefer something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, 50s primetime is kind of a fun experience, but their food is like, bleh. But so, my thing with 50s primetime is I'm glad I went, but there are plenty of other fun experiences. Especially, like, I think Sci-Fi Diner is a better fun experience, seeing as the food is fairly equally bland. Yeah. Like, same thing with Mama Melrose. Like, there's nothing special about it. I've never been to Mama Melrose. (coughs) Excuse me. Sorry. There are like way better Italian options than that. It's like your most. That's like going Olive Garden almost. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like what else. So the one that I will say, and I and, and I say this is a bad use of your dining credit. Don't go to Teppanito. Oh yeah, I did. I did um, think about that when I was. Making I will my say, list. go to Teppanito if you're not using the dining credit. Yeah, the food is good. It's the just, food is amazing. The way the way that it is set up, as far as what you can and can't choose on the dining plan, is not limi- very. Well. It's limiting. It's it's not really conducive to hibachi. Yeah, because I think you wanted sushi that particular night. Yeah, I wasn't feeling particularly great. Which, and you thought sushi was just well, going to no, really no, calm your like, stomach down. Well, it's not that I thought I was going to calm my stomach down, but. I like my like meat, like beef or whatever cooked fairly on like the rare side, and that certainly wasn't going to do it. But if I had had like just like a nice like sweet potato roll or something like that, would, and I mean rice, hello, that would have been great. Yeah, but alas, I could not do sushi on the dining room. And, and I tried to work it in. So since we're kind of on this like kind of freeform topic here, I did try and work in. Um, Oh, Christ. What is the name of the uh, fancy dining in Japan now? Uh, Takumite. Takumite. I tried to work in Takumite because I really want to try that at some point because that's one of the few, like, like, I feel like that's, even though it's two points, it's one of those, in my mind, based on what I've seen, a tier above, like, even Be Our Guest or, which I said was lower on two points, but it's like, it's... Almost, and I know that it's not, but it's almost at like the Victorian Alberts level. Not even close. Victoria Alberts is not even on the dining plate anyway. It's 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 almost on the flying fish level. Like I it's, did put that on my list. So I listed a bunch of. I made a list of places that I would recommend going, and then worked off of that how I built the plan. The plan. So what um, what did you not mention? So, so some of the things I didn't mention were be our guest. Yep. Cuz I don't think it's a great use of two credits. I think that's a good I quick think, service if you can fit it in for lunch or breakfast. Yeah, I mean. cuz you could go there for breakfast or lunch and it's a quick service and then the dining the dinner is two. So I enjoyed that for our breakfast when we went. It was a little it took a long time. Yeah, that was cuz we were late. But that it was still it was still a good um experience. I, I thought you didn't like the experience. I liked it much more than I liked the dinner. Why? It was just more low-key. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I would suggest going there for lunch or, or breakfast if you just have to go there because you're a big Beauty and the Beast fan. If you are, it's worth it. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's mm, If you are a big Beauty and the Beast fan, don't go there for breakfast or lunch. Go for dinner. Because you get yeah, to meet Because then them. you get to meet the Beast. Yeah. Um, but if you just really want to go in there and you don't care about meeting the Beast, then I would do lunch. Yep. Um, also, I felt more allowed to walk around during breakfast and lunch than dinner. Like a dinner, fair. right? Um, but it is really beautiful in there. So, I mean, it's... Like, I wish they, I kind of wish they would just let you go in there to walk around, even if you didn't have a reservation. You can't do that during Belle's Magical Stories or whatever? No. Um, I also didn't mention Garden Grill. Oh, I, I, I thought that too when I was building this plan. Garden Grill is, I'm, I've, Garden Grill is honestly one of my favorites. It really is. And I, we didn't work it in either of us because in Epcot, me, for me, it was like snack as much as you can because you're there during festival. And like, there's so, there's just so many good places in Epcot. Yes. That like, it's kind of hard to make Garden Grill a priority. Um, ooh, but if you, but if you're looking for a lunch option, my favorite lunch, lump, my favorite lunch option in Epcot is still sunshine seasons. Yes. No. So like, I feel like you're going to be mad at me. If you're going to spend two days in any park, don't do it in Magic Kingdom, do it in Epcot. I don't completely disagree with you. Right? Because Epcot... So, in terms of attraction slash rides, yes, Magic Kingdom has more. But in terms of could... It's so hard for dining. Because there's... there's See, two like, if it was me, what I would do is I would do an Epcot day, two Magic Kingdom days, a Hollywood Studios day, a half... An Animal Kingdom day, and, and then go an back Ep- to. I think that's Epcot. what we usually do: is that's- go back to Epcot for dinner for something. Yeah, because Garden Grill, Sunshine Seasons, there are so many good options. Yeah, in Epcot between the festival food, those like with Magic Kingdom, I always feel like I've just missed like some piece of magic that like I need to go back a second time. Like it's just I don't know. You just, could spend honestly three days in Magic Kingdom. Nos- and- there's just a nostalgia factor to Magic Kingdom. Well, there's a lot of like hidden things to do. Yeah, but with Epcot, I just feel like I've missed food. Like I need to go back yeah. and like get more food. Whereas, like so, I could, I could spend a morning in Animal Kingdom and not and leave and not feel remorse. Exactly. I couldn't do that with Hollywood Studios because of Star Wars, but yeah. Animal Kingdom easily. Um, I used to be able to do that with Hollywood Studios. Now it's a little harder. Um, but I could do one day there and be like, okay, I you know, assuming I that. that I hit on pretty much everything that I like there, I'd be fine. So here's here's the thing for dining and it was something that i thought about trying to work in but then there were so many better things how do we feel about um coral reef now so i've been to coral reef a few times and i think i got the same i I can think of at least two times that i went and i and both times i got the same thing because i liked it so much the first time that i had to have it again when i went it was this mahi mahi dish i got that and i couldn't do it i couldn't eat it because that's like uh, the last time so for those of you who don't know me personally, I don't do seafood. Like at all. At Like at all. I try it every once in a while. I think when we were on our diet at the beginning of the year. Sa- I got you to eat salmon. And um, swordfish. Yeah. And I didn't really like the swordfish. That was my fault for not preparing it well. But it's uh, seafood just really doesn't do it for me. But... Every once in a while, I will like hunker down and say, I should really try seafood because there are like, especially with like, as far as lean meats go, there aren't a lot of options between chicken and like lean beef. So I'm in my mind, I'm always like, I should really try seafood like every couple of years. 
but one of the times, I think it was in 2007, we, we went to Coral Reef because my father is a huge seafood fan. And it's really, I feel really bad for him because all of his children do not like seafood. But I could, I could, I could go into how that's not the only issue with your eating habits as a group of siblings. That but should I disappoint won't. our parents, but yes. Yeah. But, um, so my mother at the time said, Cor- and I, I will agree that regardless of the food, Coral Reef is a cool experience. Yeah. Especially for kids. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it's a big fish tank, really cool. It's just, it doesn't go, it doesn't go that next level that Disney has. And I don't know why, but like, it, it never just jumps to the front of a list. It, and maybe the real problem is there's so many, there's so many good dining options in Epcot. Like, that Coral Reef just gets shuffled Coral to the Reef back. Coral Reef kind of like had its day. You think so? I, I guess I haven't been there in like over... Well, it's just like, it It was like, it used to be popular, but they've added so many other things since it was exactly. put in that like, it's just not a priority. I, guess I, I haven't been there in over 10 years, so... And I did try the mahi-mahi. That was one of the, I should try seafood times. And I took like two bites and I'm like, I cannot do this. And then I got I really fingers. liked it the two times that I went. I might have even gone three times, but we I We should bring remember. Vince there. Sure. But... I'm excited for Space 220. I know you're not. I don't even really know what they're going to serve. Yeah, I feel like it's, unfortunately, I feel like it's going to be like, as far as food quality goes, it's going to be like middle of the road table service. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, I'm trying to think of like other food things that we like to talk about that we haven't talked about yet. What do you feel like outside? So, we, we mentioned a couple of outside the parks food things between Tutorial Forno. Um, uh, my personal soapbox of the best things in Disney Springs. Um, but like Chicken Guy is one of the things. It's not in the dining plan. How do you feel about Chicken Guy? But it was. I wasn't impressed. I was underwhelmed. I liked the sauces. Like the point of going is to get the sauces, and the sauces were good. But they didn't have enough options around that allowed me to experience the sauces. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just wasn't thrilled. Um. What about other things in Disney? We've been to Edison. I feel like Edison is a cool place to go and party. Yeah, like at night to go for drinks. We went in the middle of the day for for lunch lunch. and there was nothing going on and it was fine, but it wasn't anything special. The food was was good, but it was overpriced. Like you were paying for the atmosphere that didn't exist because it was 11 in the morning. Yeah. Um, I would avoid Rainforest Cafe, Planet Hollywood and those kinds of things. Yeah, I mean... I don't know why you would go to those, but... As a kid, whatever. I loved Rainforest Cafe, but that's because I was dumb. Well, and as a kid, we had one here in Mass. Oh, I when I lived in Illinois, we had one as well. So, I, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think about that. What else? I also like, wouldn't ever go to T-Rex unless we like had a kid that was super into dinosaurs. I would never get anything in... Di- so, that that yeah, that was the other thing I was going to mention. As far as Animal... Animal Kingdom might be the best... That's, not in, that's, that's in Disney Springs. Oh, sorry. I was thinking... Okay, sorry. You're continue. thinking of... Um, Everything in Dinosaur Land. Yeah. I would not eat in Dinosaur Land. No, I really wouldn't eat in Magic Kingdom. I mean, yeah. Animal Kingdom, with the exception of maybe Satuli Canteen. And no feel, so, if it wasn't two points, I would go to Tiffin's. I don't know. Um, and we tried Flame Tree Barbecue. I was very underimpressed. Yeah, didn't care for it. Um, Yak and Yeti is good. Is, is it a quick service or table? 
Uh, I think they have a quick service window, but it's also like a sit-down restaurant. Like, I wouldn't use a table service on that, but I would definitely get the quick service. Like, because they have unique things. Yeah. Which is, is nice. There's a lot of good dessert and options as well, though, in Animal Kingdom. We don't we don't get dessert there very often. Because last time we were in Animal Kingdom, you weren't feeling well. Mm, that was not. Um... And then I think we covered that. That's a lot of the dining things. We rambled. It was good. Uh-huh. Any other closing thoughts? No. Thank you very much, James, for providing us with another episode topic. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been episode 30 of Adulting in Disney with Sam and Steve. If you liked what you heard, please drop us a review on iTunes. It's the best way that you can help the show. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Adulting in Diz and on the Facebook Adulting in Disney page. You can email us directly at adultinginDisneyPodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, be sure to send them our way, and you may get featured on the show. We hope you join us next time. See you real soon. (laughs) 